This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Everybody right now caught in the jostle for space in the race trying to keep up the pace by space ram cram everybody is jamming 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 for a better life a better way of living in the meantime simple things we forgetting like how to say good morning morning neighbor morning Morning neighbors, welcome to the third hour of the Power Breakfast Show. Paul Richards, Richard Ragabara is saying Ruben is in there somewhere. My name is Steve Khan, giving you company until nine. That's when Sir Charles pops in. Thank you, Evie, for our news brief. Alright, let's take a look at what's happening traffic-wise. Seems to eased up a bit, hopefully it did. No. No, Grandy, you've got some serious traffic there this morning. I'll tell you that much. Um, Trin City, Trin City Central Road from Highway to Main Road to Arima Old Road, Golden Grove Road. Yeah, top to bottom, put it that way. Um, traffic again at Southern Main Road from Sugar Gorners. It is heavy, Piaco Kelly, Carney Ibis Gardens towards Curep. Eastern Main Road is really, really heavy. All right, Takari goes straight up towards uh, by the market in Tunapuna, and just after that, it's traffic again, and that's going to take you straight up towards Mova. All right, coming out of St. Joseph, extremely heavy, Lower Santa Cruz, Mova Junction towards the lookout, Double Bend towards the Savannah, St. Anne's heavy, Mocha straight down. Wow, traffic just got worse. I'll leave it like that. Let me take a look at it. Southbound, you're going to get traffic from um, before Monroe Road on the solo as you head northbound. Rivlet Road is heavy and usual streets heavier than usual in San Fernando. Oh, South Trunk Road, Golaconda Connector Road, Bypass, uh, Rienzi Curtain, Coffee Street and all. Oh boy. Yeah, it's heavy this time, all right? It is 25 degrees. At uh, Piaku and Crown Point, what are you saying weather-wise? Mostly sunny, breezy, slightly hazy conditions, despite a few brief showers over a few areas. Tonight, generally fear apart from a few brief showers, all right? And there's some Sahara dust in the air. All right. Long uh, loyal listener, good morning to you as well. Thank you so much for uh, your message this morning. 
Have a good day yourself. All right. Let me get into a nice little track this morning. Uh, I'm pull- I haven't heard this song yet, just like you guys. So I'm pulling some out of the hat. Let's get into a nice track this morning. Yeah, it's called Fire Down Town. It's by Sherwin Winchester. Junior Horn. After the hour of uh, 
8 o'clock. Thank you so much for joining us on the Power Breakfast Show. Sir Charles will be in shortly. Yeah. All right. All right, gentlemen. We'll continue to take your calls at 222-8255, 612-8255, and toll-free, North Americans, 866-525-1099. All right, guys? All right, so to do to talk, to do to 8255, North Americans, 866-525-1099, and people on the web and the app, you know what to do. Yeah. We can take your calls on this Thursday morning. The weekend begins tonight, people, at a second after midnight. Yeah, and let's say condolences um, going out to the Minister of Public Utilities, uh, Marvin Gonzalez, on the passing of his mom last evening. So condolences from all oh of us. Oh my God, uh, condolences yeah. to, to Marvin and that. Yeah. Losing a parent is always, you know, heart-wrenching. Yeah. Condolences to you, Minister Gonzalez. I did send him a message a while ago. All right, let's grab some calls. We got some calls coming through. Good morning, caller. Good morning, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Why mm. don't you put a camera over the plant and get a, a bullhorn? You have to do something. <laughs> you have to no, do I, something. No, well, no, well, I got another camera for the outside. Yes, put some cameras and have a bullhorn and, and, and hand. You know, I had a certain police officer at one time. Officer, it's not all the time it is have on this uniform, you know, so see if you could check yourself. <laughs> Hmm. All right. Okay. Thanks, Miss Samson. All right. 222-8255-612-8255. free North Americans, 866-525-1099. You can also send us a message via our mobile app. Uh, if you don't have it, just look for Power 1 and 2 FM Trinidad and just download it, whatever platform you're on. And uh, at power12fm.com. All right. Of course, tomorrow, downtown Carnival, they're heading to Woodford Square, commencing at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Of course, they're going to have a street parade. Um, Pretty much, Wendell will give us the exact uh, route tomorrow, but we know it's going down Frederick Street starting at about 2 o'clock. So expect some traffic. Four square miles to block off one little piece and it causes so much chaos, much less. Much less. If you head out of town early, head out of town early. Yeah. All right. So we are taking some of your calls. Again, we asked you in our morning poll this morning. Uh, do you have confidence in the police service? That was our poll. It's on our app and our website, so you can always go and vote on it. Uh, let me check to see where it's at right now. What the votes are like. Uh, ooh, okay. The news still have it. The news still have it.
because the Prime Minister will be having a press conference um, this morning at 10.30. So... So as we talk on crime this morning, there's some other news in the, the daily newspapers today. Did you did you um, see the, po- the, the so message I the, sent you all last night? No, you didn't see it. Uh, anyway, they they have some crime. Other I'll crime stories. I'll send it back to you now. In, that are interesting. Um, and that are interesting. <clears throat> so apparently, the tables turned on three bandits. This is the story. Mm-hmm. who attempted to rob two groups of people in separate incidents. In the first incident, a 30-year-old man was at his home along Ali Street in Tunapuna oh. when around 7.15 p.m. on Monday, four people forced their way onto the premises. One of the suspects pulled out a firearm. The victim, fearful for his life, grabbed a knife that was nearby. The armed suspect shot at the victim. However, the suspect missed. The victim, realizing the armed suspect ran out of ammunition, attacked the four bandits with the knife. He told investigators he managed to stab one in the back and the other in the chest. The group of bandits then fled the scene. The victim notified the police and a team of officers from the Tunapuna police station, led by Corporal Weeks, responded. The officers made checks at the Arima Hospital, where they found an 18-year-old man from Upper First Trace in Tunapuna being treated for stab wounds to the chest. He was treated and discharged and taken to the Tunapuna police station for further questioning. They then made checks at the Eric Williams Medical Sciences Complex, where they found a 25-year-old man from Atiba Heights in Arima being treated for a wound to his back. His condition was said to be serious, but he was expected to undergo emergency surgery. Up to press time yesterday, he was, he was said to still be hospitalized while under police guard. Once he is discharged, the suspect will be arrested and taken for questioning. Um, the police anticipate they will arrest the other two suspects soon. So that's good news in terms of police work, but also, of yeah. course, um, related to what the victim managed to do. In the second incident, two men attempted to rob a food establishment in Tunapuna, and Tunapuna again. Lord. At the same t- at the time, three workers, including two women, ages 36 and 39, as well as a 65-year-old man were conducting sales at the establishment. When around 7 p.m., they were confronted by two masked men. One of them had a knife and announced a holdup. They stole cellular phones from the woman, as well as the red case belonging to the establishment, which contained $1,500. However, when they confronted the 65-year-old man, he resisted. During the scuffle, the 65-year-old man managed to stab one of the suspects with the knife, with his knife, in the back. The two suspects then fled the scene on foot. The police were notified and a team of officers from the Tunapuna police station, led by PC Paul, responded. Checks were made at medical institutions for the injured man. However, he could not be located up to press time. 
Those are two examples of citizens fighting back. Not something that the police advises you to yeah, do. I'm they just going to say that. They, don't they always say that. comply. <clears throat> but that's two examples of citizens, I suppose, like, enough. Enough. Yeah. Are we still taking your calls? To do, do, do talk, 222-8255. North Americans, 866-525-1099. Of course, people on the web and the app, you know what to do. Um, on this Thursday morning. Of course, our poll this morning, which continues to be active, was whether you had confidence in, in police. We were just taking a, a kind of litmus test at this point because it's something that fluctuates um, throughout the year and it fluctuates um, from year to year too. Um, so, um, so, but at this point, we we took our litmus test this morning and the by a slight majority, people said no. Um, but of course, you can continue to vote on the poll throughout the day, throughout programming, and we'll give you the final results tomorrow morning, which will be Friday. Hello, good morning, caller. Good morning, is Paul there? Paul is around. I'm yeah, not sure he's yeah. All right. Zena, tell Paul to, to come on air, please. Because I, I wanted to engage Paul with something he said. He hit the nail hard on the head this morning, and I want him to go to the head of the class. Right? You do? Yes. For something he said just now there. What he said? Because because the program program that the, people, the, the PTPS has on a daily basis, first of all, I want to correct him. It's not an hour. It's an hour and a half now. Right, and he said it. He said it very. He, he, he hit the nail on the head where he, where he said it's not an informative program for the TTPS. It's a competitive program with for Ian Allen. It's a clong show. That's what it is. That's what it, that is the best way I could describe it. It's a, a clong show. I didn't want to be I'll that strong why. in my language, but I, I quite tell, agree. <laughs> I will tell you why. <clears throat> a video is showing of a, of four men or six men. Breaking into a house. That's a video that is on the screen that we as citizens are now seeing for the first time if we haven't seen it on WhatsApp. And a superintendent of police is not narrating about the video, you know. He is talking to his co-host about COVID, about some full degree. Or there's a man with the distinctive features that the police could now use to identify the, the perpetrator. The, the, the unsub, as they call it, on CSI. <laughs> but, but, but hear what, hear what, hear what our superintendent would now say. Look, 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 Benford coming through the window. Look, Benford coming through the I window. I just think it's too much tomfoolery. I, the, the level of intelligence and, and, and scientific approach is just, as, 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 the lack of there is astounding to me. As I said before, it's the alternative Ian Allen. It doesn't do anything to me to increase confidence in the police service. Nothing it's about one particular whatsoever. person, and that is not productive to me. Nothing. All it does is the defend. Is the, is the, it is, all it seems to be there for is to the, the defend the foolishness that the police does. A police drive up the highway a couple months ago, maybe a year or so ago, was found was caught driving in uniform the wrong direction of the highway. When they show that video on, the, on, on, the, on that program, you never hear about it again after that. 
Mm-hmm. If the police was charged, if the police was sent to counseling, if he had some kind of mental breakdown, if he had an emergency. But you know what the, the, the narrative was? Well, we don't know what the situation was. Not that the police do a crime, you know. We don't know what this, the situation was. And anything involving police, there is a spin to it on that program to defend or to create a loophole to, for, to defend the police, to, to defend the police. It is a program there just for police marketing. And I don't know how, who pays for it because I know, I just heard the other day that the police paid one point, how much? I forget the number now. One point something million dollars a month for a vehicle that they never use. 1.8. I, uh, 1.8 million dollars a month for a vehicle that they never use. And they spend, they've been spending that money three years now. I shudder to think, I quiver to think how much money is being spent on the BND tape program for the last eight years that they have been on air. That the TTP is using the taxpayers' dollars to do with no results. Well, they get results. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get them totally no results. They get sometimes get results. But I, I don't, I want, when, they, when compared to the other clown program, I feel the other clown program does get more tangible results. Because he does actually knock on the door and say, hey, you're owing this man money. Also, what is the situation with it? Right? So, and oh, one other thing. There are two videos, there are two audios circulating. Two audios circulating of, a, of an American tone accent narrating the whole incident of that thing that happened, that shooting that happened in Arima. Which I found amazing. You know why? Information that you should have gotten from the information department in the TTPS some kind of press conference, and I will come back to that press conference just now, some kind of press conference in for, dictating to us the circumstances that happened to the, which involved the death of a, of a dual citizen individual in this country, rather than get that information from a press conference from the TTPS, we have to get a, and watch me, is a detailed breakdown WhatsApp messenger, what the men were wearing, what vehicle if they were driving, what color vehicle, detail what's up measure the incident. But to this date, we have heard nothing from the TTPS. As I mentioned, the, 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 the PR department of the TTPS. There's a lady who retired from the TTPS and was brought back in because she did public relations or, or, or what do you call it? Um, she did a um, master's in communications and PR. Communication and PR, yes. She was brought back into the TTPS as the communication specialist. And to this date, I have not... Somebody, I was communicating with somebody just now, talking to somebody just now, and they say, well, they have, they have heard her once on a, on a TV program. But in terms of communication, I don't know what they're paying this woman for because I haven't seen well, her since she was... Well, that might not be necessary for you because we interface with Ms. Archie on a regular basis. And she's able to provide information and point us in the direction of persons who can get, give us information. So I really can't agree with that. She might not be as public as you want, but she is available and has a resource to us. She's not, she's not very public at all. And they seem to be jumping from PR. Well, maybe that's PR not her role already. as a communication specialist. Maybe I don't know what her role is, but she has been available and a resource to us on oh. several occasions. So I have to put that out well, to be fair. Okay, to be fair, and I accept that, Paul, but if that is not our role, maybe you need to inform us so we don't be disjudgmental. You understand? Because I am, that was what they told me they hired the woman for, and I expect to see her 
as the face of the police service. No, a communication specialist is not necessarily well, a communication spokesperson. Well, communication is involved, I expect yeah. to hear her. Where well, you expect, that, may, that may not be her role. Well, all right. Well, maybe you could, when the commissioner, I know you all have a personal relationship with the commissioner, he's there often. Maybe you could ask him that question when, when next he's there. Also, ask him the community question as to what is the update with the, with the shooting of the three young men in the vehicle in Portland with that investigation. If it will take the next three months to, for them to round up that investigation or the next six months or maybe a year. I don't know. All right? Thank you very much, gentlemen, for allowing me this contribution. Yes, sorry, Mr. Porter. Speed there, boy. Yes, yes, yes. I like it. I love his ending. I love his yeah. ending. So I, I, I coined his ending. Uh, Mr. Okay. Mr. Porter, I hope you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. 222-8255-612-8255. Toll free North Americans. 866-525-1099. That's our numbers directly into our studio. Of course, our message board as well. At, uh, on our mobile app and on our website. Yeah. Yeah, so we're still taking your calls. 222-TALK, 222-8255, North Americans, 866-525-1099, and that's absolutely toll-free. People in other parts of the planet, you can also be interactive with us at one 868-222-8255 or 222-TALK. And, of course, people on the web and the app, you can continue to send your messages on this Thursday morning. And, of course, tomorrow will be Friday, and I think tomorrow we will be speaking with whom, Steve? Uh, a representative from the U.S. Embassy. All right, great. So, so we'll talk about the because COVID uh, with the... What is like um, what they, what plans they have for people coming in the country via the U.S. and mm-hmm. uh, and we'll talk a little bit about visa applications. Yeah, because there has been uh, and I've heard people complaining about the wait time to get visas. Yeah, even because if it's a visa, even if it's a visa waiver, yeah, they still have to wait some time before they submit their documents. I know so someone as actually um, I know someone that needed to get a, a U.S. visa to travel. I think it was like around September. Um, he got picked to, to do something in the U.S., but he didn't have a U.S. visa. And he had three weeks in order to get his paperwork in gear and so on. And his appointment for the U.S. visa, to appointment for the U.S. Embassy was February this year. Of course, he missed the opportunity because he couldn't get a visa. There's a serious backlog. Um. So I um, mean, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. well, I mean, I assume there must be an emergency track for things like that. Yeah, but it's to get someone. I, I think they did. They they went online and they they did everything. He got his letters and sent everything. Uploaded it. Um, they even tried to call someone to no avail, and. Um, I, don't th- I think he got a, a response, like, after the fact, after the time. Uh, Paul Richards? Paul Richards? Yes, Steve Kahn. Good morning, caller. Paul, um, Richard, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, Richard, Steve, something else. <laughs> 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 
morning. Eh? Yeah, let me call all of them names. But I want you to, <laughs> to tell Richard that I think he should read those kind of dramatic news all the time. Richard is not only an actor, you know. Richard, you are a good dramatist. He is indeed. Oh, my God. I enjoy your, not what I hear in the news, but I enjoy your, how you put it over. I must you're talking that. to Paul or you're talking to Richard there? I'm talking to Richard. Oh, okay. Paul, why you like Bacchanal? So I'm very happy that the other Bacchanal is not there this morning. When they are going to call his name. You know, when I hear him, he's so thing next minute, I'm going to hear him in Ghana. But listen, I wanted to make mention of what I said the other morning about the, the, the mass wearing and sanitizing. I was very serious because I keep listening to foreign news and hearing how bad the situation was out in China and how people breaking out of lockdowns and all that. And so and I know once there is travel, this thing is going to spread. You understand me? And, and when I heard the minister said about the buffering for coming through different ports, sometimes you think the symptoms will come out one time because the, different, the, le- the, the length of time they will take from China to go there to go there to, by the time they reach their destination, they might come down with it. So I think that is, is, is that they should put things in place people coming from China. I feel so. That is my view. If they want to go on with the carnival and whatever has to take place. Right? Tomorrow morning I want to discuss something about the Tobago carnival. So I'll come back with that in the morning. God's willing. Bye. You all have a good day. Thank you, Zena. Yeah, Wendell wants to talk about uh, Carnival 2 tomorrow. So we'll put that in the mix as well. All right, so 222-8255, 612-8255, tool-free, North Americans. Yep, I did say tool-free, 866-525-1099. Have you all been following this George Santos, the congressman facing... um? calls to resign have you been following that yeah well he mean he um enhanced his resume yeah from city yeah um and up to his yeah. college but, and but his republican party because he's republican the republican party some members of the republican party are calling for him to resign at this point yeah they are but he said he's not going to resign i just find that so funny False claims on his resume. Unbelievable. And he's from New York. You see all, that, all of that plays out because that's something that I know. That, that's one of the trending stories in the United Yeah, that and, and, the, and the files found in um, President Biden when he was vice president in his office. And they found more. Top secret files. Just like Trump. It's just that Trump didn't want to hand it over. I 
I find Paul is very quiet when Zeno is on just now. We'd have to proclaim our love every time we speak of him. You understand? That's not necessary. Okay, if you say that, it reached a love now. Okay. Of course it's love. It's deep love and admiration. Mm -hmm. Mutual admiration. Nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that. You're jealous of it. Oh, no, no, no. Far from it. Far when, from when Mrs. Zara called and proclaimed her love for Richard, you see nothing. Oh, you get me? All, all, all I say is former. And she's in denial. She doesn't want to be former. No. Look at Richard staying quiet there. Yeah, let's take some of your calls. 222-8255-612-8255 and toll free North Americans 866-525-1099. The UK is going through their own political drama. I saw a, a Prime Minister's Questions segment where Richie Sunak, the Prime Minister, has been bombarded with questions about the handling of the strikes across the UK and the energy crisis that continues to stress out uh, Brits. And uh, have you been following the, uh, Richard and Steve, the fallout and, well, response, let me not say fallout, from Prince Harry's book, which was the 400,000 yeah. copies <clears throat> in a day it sold in a couple of hours. Yeah. And his book called Spare, where he spoke, he spoke a lot about his father and his brother and their relationships and what has happened. Mm -hmm. What do you think about it? I don't know. Every family has issues. Every family, there's an issue. Family has drama, whatever it is. Every, every family, family has sibling rivalry and, and conflict. Every family has parent-child conflict. It's quite interesting that he's choose, chosen to write about all the conflict. Uh, I think it's a twenty million dollar advance he got for the book uh, about actually, his actually uh, it's, it's, his family it's issues over the years, and it's quite interesting that he's chosen to write about it because he knows there's a big interest in what goes on behind the scenes in the royal family. People want to know about it, family, did. But, did yeah, did. but I mean, I don't know. I just I'm just looking at him down the road, and I don't know how this is going to play off for him in five years. At some point, people are going to get fed up of what he has to say. Yeah, he's overexposed, they, I think. Well, besides the fact that he's overexposed, at what point do you have no more dirt to release? Yeah. And then what? And it's a multi-book uh, deal that he got the and, money for. And and then what? Well, yeah, this is this is clearly volume one. But by book three, what else are you going to have to, to release? What? So next is Meghan Markle going to put out a book, his wife. And well, then once people, again, once people want to hear your story, well, the story yes. is because he's a royal, exactly. So you can monetize it if people want to hear my story. You think I wouldn't write a book? All right, <laughs> yes, I will write 10 volume one, volume two, volume three, volume going down the road. Okay, on Harry for making money. Making some good money too. Yeah. He was on Stephen Colbert's show the other night, night before last. I have to watch that still. I didn't see it yet. I have to go and hit rewind and play back. So we're still taking your calls on this Thursday morning. 
The lines are open. 222-TALK, 222-8255. North Americans, 866-525-1099. People on the web and the app. You know and what to do. what to do. Oh, I knew he was going to say that. All right. Because we did talk today a lot about the police, in case you're now joining us. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Why you're now joining us? That would be my first question to you. And my second statement to you now would be that our poll this morning was whether you had confidence in the police service. Uh, um, really emanating from a statement that, that Dr. Munilal would have made, but we didn't link it to Dr. Munilal specifically. We just asked generally, which is a kind of, you know, a litmus test or barometer that we do from time to time about people's confidence in the police service. Mm-hmm. So that's our poll, and you can continue to vote on that poll actually throughout the day, throughout programming. We'll give you the final results tomorrow morning. Yeah. And um, when the show, when we are doing, just before we do the poll tomorrow morning, um, Friday, which happens around um, 6.45. Yeah. Um, All right. You'll get the results before we do the new poll, which will be in place tomorrow. Yeah. Good morning, caller. <laughs> yeah, good morning. Uh, so, you know, I. Uh, it's an interesting thing with the police thing and how do you culturally shift people who come into an institution. Uh, okay, Richard, Steve, Paul, you all are part of our organization. I know you're part of that law fraternity. You all have certain amount of resources to shift culture. And when somebody coming into your, to your institution, and how do, they, how do you get them to lift up and you not know, shift their cultural thing to, to suit the dynamics of what you all need. And you do it in several ways, right? You know, either you have to maybe send some people to, to give them a little extra course or, or you give them, you support them in one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I don't know, six months could shift people. And plus you're coming from a society that has some skewed notions of um, right and wrong, coming into an institution, you know, empathy lacking empathy to, with somebody where you're dealing with people who come with pain and then they just lack that they glaze over your issues because it's not as important to them and how do we shift that and how does the leadership know how to shift it or don't know how to shift it and that's my thing about public sector reform how do we get the institutions that lack in certain things to get the things that they need and understand why it's important for this kind of you know lack of production. We always hear it straight through the chambers speak about it, this lack of production, lack of this. I hear it on the the um, university colleagues from university who who speak about coming in from the, the secondary students coming into the university. They lack a certain amount. They complain. If you give them too much work. They know how to write a letter to the dean, quick, 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 to admonish a, a lecturer. And then the lecturer, the dean supports the students, and the student, the, the dean then um, both the lecturer for giving them too much work to read, <laughs> just read, and they, then they get frustrated and leave. And um, the lecturer. So, you know, how do we change cultural dynamics? And and, our, and a lot of the things that you listen to people about, it's all about people come in with um, certain values but unable un- to shift the value system within the institution that you're in. You know, I, I remember one guy saying the one thing in the oil industry, don't 
don't matter what you do, you can be whatever, skewed, whatever thing, but as soon as you pass the gate, that gate, you know, there are certain rules and regulations that you think safety protocols, this, this, and everybody, and then you go in there, they shift the culture, then, and then when they leave, <laughs> they go back to their normal, the whatever, you know, crazy, but once you cross that Galeota gate, to go on onto the rig and or thing to do things, yeah, absolutely. There's this mindset that is a locked in, and that is a very interesting thing in how the industri- oil industry was, has been able to shift cultural mindset. Yet um, the police service in all the things may have, I don't know, that'll be interesting when you're talking today, to shift mindsets to people to be a little empathetic and understand who you that your service of a community and pain and they come to you vulnerable. And I think I don't know if they have been able to do that very well. When you're in, because I, I, I like to know what's the program, and I don't know if you can shift somebody in six months. The training are there other types of training that continues uh, along the way to, to to make sure. And when you do these interviews with the commissioner, I should do an in depth of what is the internal mechanisms to keep these people. Because over and over, the commissioner says that you can go to any police station. They break into my house. You went to Tunapuna. No, they tell you, no, go to crap. You had to go to crap. And then they take it. Lacks of days ago. Didn't take. Nobody didn't show up up to now. But that, they have never been able to shift this whole thing. And hear people complaining about it all the time. But yet the commissioner come and tell you, no, that's wrong. And for five years, they've been saying that. <laughs> for five or, or six years, they've been saying that you could go to any station and report a crime. But people have been saying, no, it's not like they always tell you to go here and go there and go there. And they have never been able to shift that, that mindset within the police service. Why? And I find that, you know, check the thing, Steve. You mm-hmm. always talk about driving on the left side, the right side. Mm-hmm. How the, 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 the highway police hasn't been able to change that simple cultural thing. Mind, that mindset of people driving on the right side and get people to be on the left side and according to the thing. And mm-hmm. how what, and that's a simple thing. Drive along with your horns on the car and just say, hey, yo. And you do that consistently and people will get it. Get the message, yeah. yes. Yeah, but you have to do it consistently. Consi- law enforcement and changing culture is about consistency and sustaining the consistency voice in that, hey, no, you can't pick up that letter. You throw it again. Pick up the letter. <laughs> pick up the letter. And then people get it. And it's like, hey, you're not supposed to pick up the letter. And people, you know, we always, um, like a friend of mine in Barbados, he said they were standing up and they were talk, looking at the light. And he's looking to cross, but he's wondering, everybody waiting for the light to change, right? And they understand why they stand up there waiting. But he was perplexed. Why are you standing up there? There's no cars coming. <laughs> Why are you just across the road? Because it's the law. And they understand understand. the discipline. Right. And they wait. And they wait. But he was like frustrated about waiting. (laughs) And and that's the thing. We we just have our own own way. And to change that means that we need some consistency. And when they listen to counselors with children who lose... And when they're in the council and the children turn around and tell the parents, but why didn't you put any rules? You, you never said no. You always allowed me to do what I wanted to do. Exactly. And 
and then when they get out of hand, they end up in counseling. But, and then the child always say, well, I just, you just needed to see. They, they ask, they, they say to the um, thing, but nobody never said no. And maybe they would have fussed up, yes. But after a while, they will say, yeah, you know, the, the boundaries, they set boundaries for me. They ask for it. Okay, fellas. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Thanks, pal. All the best. All right. 222-8255-612-8255. North Americans, 866-525-1099. We're taking some of your calls. Don't forget to vote on our morning poll, on our app, and on our website at power102fm.com. Of course, our poll, do you have confidence in the police service, is our poll this morning. So vote, and I'll give you the final results at 6.45 tomorrow morning. Of course, it's the Friday edition of the Power Breakfast Show. And you know we like a Friday on this Power Breakfast Show. You know that already. All right? So you can do that. Let me just see what's happening traffic-wise. For those making their commute, wherever they have to go to, it's just... very heavy a little while ago. San Fernando is eased off at least by 50%. If you're headed from New Grand to Princess Town, yeah, you got some traffic there. Riverlet Riverlet Road is eased up. Chaguanas is eased up on you. Solomon Hutray Highway slash Uriah is just volume heading to the interchange, all right? Still heavy by Grandi. Uh, Eastern Main Road from Takarigua towards uh, St. Augustine and then St. Joseph to Mova, you've got it. Little traffic here up on the Lady Young Road. Maraval has eased up by half again and pretty much disappeared out of Dego Martin. Yeah, traffic really eased up within the last 35 minutes or so. Yeah, so uh, we are taking our time. I have a soccer song to play. I don't have to play a classic or I don't have to play a new song. Tell me. Send me a message on my message board. What should I play? A new 2023 or... A classic. Still getting to learn some of these calypsos. You listen to the one I sent you all yesterday? Oh shoot, you know, I I didn't. I did I listened to it. I'll I listen to it when I come off here. I'll crank it up and listen to it. Of course I know we can't play it. But um, once you send a song, I know I have to vet it first. All right. Got a couple of votes for some classics. Got a couple of votes from um, some Stalin. I don't think I have that song on my list. Let me check. Oh, I do actually. All right. Carl Guevara wants to hear a song, so... I just found oh jeez. I just found it. This computer has a mind of its own and it was just here. Oh, there it is. Okay, right, fine. Got it there. Put it on my system. There we go. Alright. Um of course Sir Charles said he's running a bit late. Don't understand Charles, you know. He's running a bit late. Uh, he should be here by 9.30. Of course, the Prime Minister is going to have a press conference at 10.30.
Um, so we're going to bring that to you live. Hopefully it will start at 10.30. And not 10.35 or 10.40, but 10.30. Um, and it's to deal with COVID, COVID-19. What is that there, Rich? Oh, Paul. No, it's Rich. All right, so 222-8255, Tool Free North Americans, 866-525-1099. Okay, I'll do that one tomorrow. Got that. Radio. Righty. Oh, all right. Yeah, all right, so let me get into it. Um, of course, I'm going to take a quick break before I get into that truck. So let's do it. Furniture Plus has a mattress sale for you. Get queen mattresses for just $899 and Serta pillows starting from only $80. Also, save hundreds on Sealy and Serta mattresses while stocks last. Check press and social media for details. Dr. Raj is back <laughs> on Power 102 Digital. Sexplosion. Yes, Sexplosion is back every Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. Join Dr. Raj as he explores the issues related to sexual intimacy and sexuality. Hi, this is Dr. Raj. I am back on Power 102 with Sexplosion. Join us. Sexplosion with Dr. Raj is back. 4 to 6 every Friday and only on Power 102 Digital. <laughs> Africa. Yes, they 
track, Mark Cubs from the Black Scarlet. Hi, gentlemen, this is where we're going to wrap it up for this free Friday. Right, so Trinidad and Tobago, you have a fantastic day. Whatever you do today, of course, everybody listening from outside of Trinidad and Tobago also have a fantastic day. And above all, remember to smile and laugh somehow during the day because it's great for your health. Speak to you bright and early tomorrow morning. Of course, the weekend begins tonight, people, at a second after midnight. Have a great one. All right, Richard Rich and Paul, have a good one as well. Folks, keep it locked on. So, he's running a tad late, he tells me. But he's going to be here shortly. Um, yeah, and just a reminder, press conference on at uh, 10.30 uh, by the Honorable Prime Minister, Dr. Keith Rowley, uh, as regards to COVID-19. All right, so let's see what he has to say. Of course, we're going to bring that to you live. Keep it locked on. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.